I'm Vero Valletti Flores. I'm Miriam Suela Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Every week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we are bringing you some cortavenas, really getting in there with los feelings. I've been very excited about this theme <laughs> since I came up with it <laughs> months ago. I think it's been on our list for like a few months, and no surprise, um, I was into this as a theme yeah yeah but you know i've got some i've got some deep cuts some yeah, some cortavenas you, from from my venezuelan telenovela youth <laughs> you really surprised me you really surprised me with uh with this episode i'm really pleasantly surprised by what you did so um but bueno, cuéntanos, what are yeah. we listening to right now well obvio we're starting with bachata i mean so cortavena literally means to like slit your wrists <laughs> like a very dramatic <laughs> bien dramatico no bien dramatico so like i would argue that bachata is like the cortavena genre of today but beto might have different feelings um but yeah it's like it's a song that just like it's just there's so much feeling and pain and like longing and heartbreak in their voice and in the so so we're starting with bachata because it's just it's so classic. And this song, which let's take another listen to, is La Asesina by Zacarias Pereira. Just, an OG. Oh, oh, he's amazing. He's an incredible, incredible bachatero. I have brought him before, but only once, which feels surprising because he has so many hits. But I brought him to our that episode about... I know. I brought him to our episode about endings, which is... I brought mm -hmm. his classic, Estan Difícil. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but this one's just, you know, it's a classic sort of like heartbreak, woman, man scorned kind of bachata song. Um, about una asesina que mata el amor. It's like, it's done. It's over. She killed love. She killed love. Yeah, she <laughs> murdered. She murdered love. Love is dead. Love is dead. Pobrecito. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every bachata is a cortavena, basically, I would say. There's just, for me, the, the biggest thing, what I was looking for when I was picking these songs was like this quality of the voice, like this like 
pain, this just like incredible like pain and suffering that like is transmitted through um, the mm-hmm. way the voice sounds. And so <clears throat> this one definitely. Yeah, I think that sometimes when people can transmit like just this level of pain through their voice. Mm-hmm. Ugh. There's something just incredible about the feeling that it brings in me hearing those voices. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's incredible. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And yeah, I think Mark Anthony is one who really does that too. His, his songs are maybe not always about heartbreak, but he, we could have brought some Cortavenas from him. Like, there's just so many out there. There's so many out there. I really like could have gone a long time on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right though. I think that like, the way to start the Cortavenas episode mm-hmm. has to be bachata. Yeah, like, we you. have no choice. Yeah, thank you. I'm <laughs> we glad have you agree. no choice. I'm glad you agree <laughs> with me on that it's one. It's like the de rigor <laughs> Cortavena <I know>. genre. <laughs> do you, where do you like, I don't even know where I heard the term Cortavena. Like, it's, it's is it a ref, is it a music reference or is it just a, a turn of phrase? I mean, yeah, there's like Cortavenas. I, I don't, I don't know. It's like a, it's like it's been around my whole life. I don't know. I couldn't yeah. tell you when I heard that. Like no, I don't, don't even either. know. <laughs> and I'm glad that it wasn't. It wasn't a struggle for you. I'm really glad. <laughs> no, no. I was like, I knew immediately where to go. That's beautiful. All right. Well, let's I knew go there. Immediately where to go. Let's go. And that I'm was excited about it. <laughs> Venezuelan novela classics slash seventeen year old heartbroken Veronica. Aww. <laughs> Oh, I want to give a hug to 17-year-old Veronica. <laughs> yeah, it was like 17-year-old Veronica had so many feelings that I was like, never again. <laughs> oh, that's where that's how we got to today. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, you pobrecita. So in that theme, um, you know, this song that we're about to listen to is from 1994. So it was before my depressed you know, heartbroken time where I was like on a Cortavena tip myself. But this is like this Venezuelan classic that like I just, I know all the lyrics and this is from an artist that is, you know, a Venezuelan pop ballad classic. His name is Franco De Vita and this song is called Te Amo. Ay, si nos hubieran visto, estábamos allí sentados frente a frente no podía faltarnos la luna y hablábamos de todo un poco y todo nos causaba risa como dos tontos y yo que no veía la hora de tenerte en mis brazos Hace tiempo te buscaba y ya te imaginaba así. Te amo, aunque no es tan fácil de decir. Y defino lo que siento con estas palabras. Te amo. So. Um, a lot of the Cortavena classics that I like, just like what came to mind immediately for me were like, what was on the telenovelas, you know, Yeah. at this time. And when like, when I was a kid, 
yeah, I watched a lot of novelas, and, the, you know, like, obviously the songs that are on are these, like, you know, like, you know, songs that go with the novela, un sufrimiento, un fucking martirio, like, mm-hmm. just some ridiculous shit, right? Yeah, so, um, I don't yeah. think that this song was on a novela, I think that this was just, like, a hit that was, you know, literally everywhere, like, I know every single lyric to yeah. the song. I was but, like, really surprised. <laughs> that you brought this, A, and that I knew it, too, because um, I didn't recognize the name, but then I listened, I was like, oh, I've heard this song. I've heard this song. Te amo desde el primer momento. Oh, yeah. I think I know the words, too. Just, like, put the lighter up in the air. I know. Ten-year-old <laughs> you know? me was in the back of my dad's Camry in Miami listening to this song on the radio, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think this one is an obvious classic, but I also have to highly recommend Nada es Igual, which is his album from 1999. Um, if you want to like get into like deeply heartbroken teen vero, like mm. that's what I was listening to, like by myself. Also, like I was not like sharing this with any of my Greek friends. <laughs> Like, in Minnesota, yeah, they would be like, what is going on In with Minnesota, you? deeply depressed, plotting my return to Venezuela, like, fuck this country, fuck this place, I'm going back, blow up, fight with my parents about it, mm. um, listening to Si Tu No Estas, Nada Es Igual, Te Veo Venir Soledad, like, all these Franco De Vita songs from this album. Bit of heartbreak classics, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Amazing. I love you so much for bringing this song. <laughs> I was totally not expecting it. I love that you it. know it. <laughs> I know. I had no idea. It's just like, that's the thing. These songs just like stick in your head and you didn't even, I just, there's something beautiful about music and memory. I don't know if it's, if I have a particularly strong connection with it because of like the way I grew up and my parents and like diaspora or whatever, but damn, these things just hit. And like, I wasn't, my friends were not listening to this shit, you know, like this was definitely coming from the world around me, you know? So, and I wasn't yeah. heartbroken in 1994 cause I was, I dated a lot of, I like, I like to say I peaked early with boys. <laughs> I had a lot of like <laughs> little boyfriends in elementary school. Like my friends no, and I were those. really into dating. Yeah. I mean, it meant nothing. Like literally like it was right, like all right, like symbolic, course. like nobody was doing anything with it. Like I think my fifth grade boyfriend, like we hugged, but it was all such a game for me. Like I had no feelings involved and it was like, I was a little bit of a heartbreaker. It was kind of mean because I just like, no me importaba, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, today I'm breaking up with you. So I wasn't having these feels at 10, but. I can so appreciate it now. I can so appreciate it. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I also wasn't in love in 1994. No. But, you know. Later on. Listen to the 1999 album to know what it was about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I saw that he's also like Italian, of Italian descent to Venezuela, which is your dad's lineage, right? Yeah, my dad's uh, parents are Italian immigrants to Venezuela. There are a lot of Italian immigrants to Venezuela because... In, like, the 50s, Venezuela was doing really well. There was a big oil boom, and Europe was, like, completely destroyed from World War II, and particularly Italy, because Italy is a fucking disaster. Right. Also, fascism. I mean, Italy remains a disaster, but, um, but yeah. And did listening to any of this now bring back any of those feels? The heartbroken Beto team feels? Yeah. You know, I hadn't listened to Franco De Vita probably since... 2001 (laughs) so when I was like looking at stuff for this episode I was like 
oh, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it, it did sort of take me back. I wasn't like, you know, having feels about this dude. We've like, you know, been in touch and reconnected since and whatever. And, you know, yeah. had a whole other <laughs> life. <laughs> it's a whole, that's a whole other situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pero, oh, <Lord. clears throat> um, so I don't have like, you know, feelings for this dude, but yeah. yeah, it was very like, oh yeah, that's it definitely took me back. Yeah. And it does not, your sort of like breakup feels this year is a whole different arena and category. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. It's not the I'm not, I'm not longing <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> um, I've got that. another song. I've yeah. got another song coming up that's more my breakup feel. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Stay, <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned. Oh, beautiful. I'm really glad to rediscover this. Um, so thank you for that. <laughs> it's definitely that going on my... I have a I have a broken heart playlist on Spotify because I'm me. Um, and I'm. this is definitely going to go on it for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us next? All right. Um, well, this is a really great song I was really happy to rediscover recently, and it's called Tu Conel, and it's by Frankie Ruiz. right now rediscovering kind of classic salsa from like the 80s and 90s and this one was so exciting to rediscover and remember it's from uh, 1985 so this is a real going back here and um, I mean Frank and Reese is also just a fucking gem and I brought him before I brought uh, him to classic. he's so good I brought him to the Senora Jams episode we actually just replayed over the holidays so maybe you heard it Deseandote which is an incredible hit of his but he has a lot of like deep cuts. Um, so expect to see more from Frankie Ruiz because I'm really feeling him right now. Um, but this one. <laughs> also, if you just like click over to the YouTube and see the album cover, it is yes. Chef Kiss. Oh my God. It's very like, 80s. The rings, the chains, it's so the earrings, 80s. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The drip is like excellent. It's excellent. So, <laughs> so like 80s Miami. Yeah. Oof. So he's Puerto I know, Rican, it's but. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican, but I think spent a lot of time in Miami. And um, yeah, this was the first song that I picked for this Court of an episode. 
and I wasn't even looking for songs for it, but I was listening to Salsa and I was like, wait, this one is perfect. Because it's just like his voice again, like really embodies the like exquisite pain of like seeing somebody that you love or loved with somebody else. You know, it's just a really particular yeah. type of um, dolor, you know. And so he really just like the way he says, like the way he sings to Conel is just like, oh, oh, like pierces, like pierces, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So, God. Yeah, I don't even relate to this necessarily. It's not even like I've had that experience <laughs> or anything. Like I don't, you know. But I just, yeah. Whee! It's just like, it's like the other side of like the romanticness is like all the depth that exists, you know, that can come with love and heartbreak. So. Mm-hmm. He um he has so many hits and he died at 40. So it's like incredible to think what he would have produced if he'd continued his life and his career. Cuz he just like yeah, it's really sad. Incredible hits. I know. It is really sad. Um yeah, he died of basically like alcoholism and drug abuse, like all the impacts of that. So yeah, if you're looking for like a beautiful like walk down salsa memory lane, like go to Frankie Ruiz and see where it takes you. It's, it's some incredible stuff. <laughs> and yeah, salsa, I mean, there's a lot of Corte Venice in salsa. It's another genre that has <laughs> is rife, rife <laughs> with this kind of rife feeling. Rife feels. Why? All the feels. <laughs> all the feels. But they're definitely <sighs> different. You know, there's different sort of strains. Whereas bachata, it's like mostly this. I feel like salsa has this, mm-hmm. but it also has like many other feels. So... All right, we're going to take a little bit of a moment to talk to you about our membership program. So you probably heard by now that we launched a membership program, and we're really excited to be offering people a way to support Radimene in a more sustaining fashion. Um, We are asking folks to offer a monthly gift um, at a sliding scale of either $5, $10, or $15, and in exchange you get a bunch of members-only content. Yeah, we sometimes have an extra song at the end of the episode. Sometimes we have like an extra like discussion on something, a trend or something that we see. Um, and for example, today we're going to give our members an extra little Corta Venas playlist. Yeah, so if you sign up to become a member today, you can get access to the members-only feed of Radio Manea. It will get texted to you and you can add it straight to your podcast player really easily and in the notes of that members only episode will be a link to a Cortavena playlist which will be an extended playlist based on this theme because we just had so many songs that we could think of so little gifts little regalitos like that are what we're offering our members in exchange for helping to sustain our show we hope you can support us babies and thank you for all of your support so far all right back to more Cortavenas so the next song that I have for y'all Otro Venezolano Mm-hmm. Este Guillermo Davila, who was like one of these like Venezuelan telenovela double whammies. He was an actor and a singer, so like sometimes he'd like star in the novela and do the song, you know? Wow. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this is from a novela too, although I was trying to search which one and I was having trouble. Pero igual, esta canción se llama Barco a la Deriva. It's by Guillermo Davila. Let's take a listen. Si es como dices que haces aquí. Envenenando este mes de abril Con ese cuerpo de alambre que No es sombra ni de lo que fue Si lo has dejado, ¿qué haces aquí? Como una rosa rota en la basura ¿Por qué me miras así? ¿A quién le quieres mentir? Tienes los ojos llenos de agonía Daré cobijo te da. 
calor por ti Mi pajarillo herido pintaré De rosa la melancolía Por favor no digas que estás bien Marco a la deriva que se hunde un poco cada día Marco a la deriva que no quiere ver el faro que le guía So I clearly remember watching this novela in my yeah. tía Oma's room. <laughs> you know? Cute. Like there's this one called like Contra Viento y Marea and I tried to watch the intro for that and it wasn't this song but it's like I have to believe that yeah. like Barco a la Deriva uh -huh. was the theme song for Contra Viento y Marea right? Because like, it was nautical <laughs> themes yeah. <laughs> Just like that a nautical right. theme. I mean like and novelas right. are corny like that. Uh huh they totally are. They totally are. <laughs> novelas are corny like that. I mean and like 80s and 90s Venezuelan novelas were fucking it man. Like they mm. were like seen across Latin America. I mean, if you watch Jane the Virgin, that's based on like an 80s Venezuela novela. Oh, wow. Right? Yes. Like they were like the pinnacle of novela stuff along with like Mexican novelas, right? With like yeah. from Televisa and shit. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm talking this era of Venezuela novela with like Catherine Pulop and Fernando Carrillo. That's like the shit that I grew up on. And, you know, Guillermo Davila was also a part of some of that boom, especially on the later end. And, you know, as a double whammy who, who like, sang and, uh, and acted in the novela, he was a corny icon. So this song, like, also, I probably know most of the lyrics. And it's, it's just, like, Incredible. wild. You know, like, I really <laughs> haven't listened to this song in decades. And also, like, it's just like, yep, still there, still storing all of that information. <laughs> yeah, the brain, man. It remembers. It remembers. I think there's neuroscience research about that, that like when something, like you remember things more when they're accompanied by a strong feeling. So maybe it makes mm, sense that yeah, these, I think these songs right. really hit. Yeah. Although I don't remember having a strong feeling about this. I just the, remember right. watching the novela in my tío <laughs> right, room. Right. I don't the even know the theme, like what happened in the novela other than it being nautical themed. Right. But the song <laughs> itself is like a strong feeling, right? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know yeah. If that works. Yeah. I love the, I love all the cheesy metaphors. I love it. Very dramatic. It. Very dramatic. Have you, you tried know, to rewatch any novelas in like recent years? You know, I haven't rewatched novelas in recent years. I was thinking about watching the classic Talia Maria trilogy, mm -hmm. you know, like Maria del Barrio, Marimar, mm -hmm. you know, like those. Yeah. Um, I watched, this isn't a rewatch, but I watched La Reina del Sur, and that's mm -hmm. definitely, like, a novella, like, in the sense right. that it's, like, corny, but it's, like, a whole, it's, like, that's, like, the novella that, like, exploded everything, right? Like, mm -hmm. and I, you know, fucking love La Reina del Sur, love Kate del Castillo, shout out to all of that. Right. But but I have considered rewatching an old novella, but the, the thing is that, like, even though I think I'm nostalgic for it, in the end, like... As TV, it's, like, probably too corny for me and for my yeah. taste. And, like, in terms of how I want to spend my time, I, I don't <laughs> – Yeah, probably not it. But yeah. I would try it. Maybe maybe it would be different. Maybe I would really enjoy it. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah, I keep meaning to get into novelas because I think they're like really pretty right on for me. <laughs> and I, I just think haven't. That they're right haven't. in your I lane, know. in I your know. entertainment lane. Paris. All right. You Maybe 2020. 2020 is going to be my year. I mean, I watched Casa de las Flores, although I, I honestly didn't finish it, but I've been wanting to like finish it, you know? But yeah, I think going back, I like, I think it'd be fun to go back to something like some old ass nostalgic novelas. I didn't grow up yeah, watching them sure. at all. My abuela like preferred American TV to like, Cuban TV or Latin American TV and so she watched like Murder mm. She Wrote like that was her shit was Murder She Wrote <laughs> well abuelas do love Murder She Wrote I know I mean it is a pretty standard abuela thing but she yeah, she didn't and she didn't <laughs> standard listen. abuela fair <laughs> yeah but she didn't watch really I just like remember her watching I think she she kind of had like a um an affinity for like American culture in a lot of ways so mm. interesting um, yeah yeah my house was Univision all day, every day. Yeah. No. There was a lot of... I mean, um, once we came to the U.S., that is. Right. There was a lot of um, Wheel of Fortune. My abuelo really liked Wheel of Fortune, so that was on oh, all the time. Yeah. Also an abuela classic. My mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. grandmother also loved Wheel yeah. of Fortune. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Novela Fields and Cortavenas definitely have a lot of overlap. For sure. All right. Cuéntame what's next for you. All right. So this is my last one for this episode. And it's um, straight off of that heartbreak playlist that I referenced earlier that's on Spotify that I've kind of like made after breakups and then like abandoned and then come back to. And it's not a very well curated one, but like I feel like heartbreak is not a very well curated (laughs) feeling. Um, So this one is by Rakimi Kenwai and it's called Goodbye. Le hablo y no me quiere contestar Después de haber amado tanto Tener que olvidar Y tú Queriste sin piedad mis sentimientos sentimientos. Que crees que olvido todo en un lo siento Me he dado cuenta que el amor no es suficiente ya discovered this song it's from 2011 um but it's just one of those that really gets me with all the like breakup feels cortavena style i mean this one's like a i'm really like torn up about it but i have to let you go kind of thing which i think is another flavor mm-hmm. of the feels you know like where you yeah. still really want it but you you know it's not right for you or whatever it is um and it's another bachata because how could i not there's just so many there's so many good this one I would say is like a little bit more of like a fusiony pop bachata. It's not super traditional. Yeah, this one's kind of unexpected because this is like a reggaeton duo. Um, then and doing a bachata and kind of like doing some sort of fusiony thing with it. I don't know enough 
I'm not good musically enough to like identify, you know, kind of what I've learned recently about what makes a bachata bachata. There's like five classic sort of um, positions, like roles in the song and certain instruments that go with that. And so like if you have the classics, then those five, then it's a bachata and you can add to it, but you can't sort of like only have certain elements. So I'm not going to say whether I w this would like meet that standard for um, being a classic bachata, but it totally has the, the sort of rhythm to it and you could dance a bachata to it, but it has like saxophone and some other things. So it's a little bit more of a, you know, not a classic bachata, not like Sacarias Ferreira kind of style, but um, I really love it and have loved it for a long time. And it's been on my heartbreak playlist for many years. Um, and it just, you know, aunque me muero de dolor, te tengo que olvidar, you know, like that. <laughs> that feeling you know that feeling of like somebody's not right for you and you gotta let them go but like whoo it hurts i feel like the saxophone was like a little bit much for me yeah yeah, <laughs> <It's not surprising. laughs> yeah. <laughs> i do you know i think it's, it's catchy though it's catchy yeah. it's a little bit of an but earworm i feel like i could have done without the sax <laughs> yeah <laughs> saxophones sometimes have a little bit of like a muzak feel to them you know? yeah i don't Pobrecito los sax. Like, I feel like I just, like, sort of have, like, a reaction to that instrument. Yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe I just need to get into, like... Jazz. I don't know. Jazz that yeah. isn't corny. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It has... It know, does... Redefine yeah. my relationship to that instrument. But I hear it and I'm just like, nope. I just think, yeah. like, fucking Kenny G. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate that, yeah, the, the saxophone has kind of, like, a corniness associated with it because it's a beautiful instrument but yeah yeah we don't hear a lot of saxophones i feel like in, well i guess in salsa like big band salsa there are saxophones right but they're it's a whole different musicality to it so yeah but yeah this one's just been a long time one that i come back to when i want to feel a certain way or want to like connect with a certain feeling so Aquí tienes. Um, these, these two broke up in 2013 and there's been a little bit of like solo, like Ken Wise had some solo stuff, but, but yeah. Well, my next song is, I don't know, a little bit of a veer in a different direction, <laughs> Not but surprising I have a direction. whole, I have a whole theory about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is Vete and it's by Bad Bunny. Si te vas, yo quiero saber si tú te vas, mami, cuando tú quieras, cuando tú quieras, yeah, yeah. Vete, eh, eh, eh. Nadie te está aguantando y la puerta está abierta, eh. No te preocupes por nosotros dos, nuestra historia ya está muerta, eh. Espero que seas feliz y que te diviertas, eh. Pero pa' que no vuelvas. Así que vete lejos, dile al diablo que te envíe el ping. 
hace tiempo que no somos un team Pa'l carajo nuestro aniversario y San Valentín Ya no hay más Cristian Luna y lo trae en satín Sigue lo que está verde, uh, Que tienes la culpa en lo que te muerde Quédate con el perro pa' que te Okay, so hear me out <laughs> I think Bad Bunny is a modern Cortavenas king Wow <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> you are such Yo, a has, Conejo Malo stan. Like, you just love I him. really am. I, so I just much. like, I don't know. I I really like him and I have a crush on him mm -hmm. and all the things. Right. Pero right. he just has so many feelings. He so does. many feelings. He and does. like, Pobrecito. like, el otro día he tweeted. He tweeted like, ser Pisces es un problema. <laughs> oh, man. Which is hilarious to me. Yeah. yeah. Hablando de feelings. But like, you know, so this song is like, is very like, you know, fuck you, leave if you want to mm -hmm. leave. Like, no me dejes. Like, don't leave me fucking hanging. Like, right. vete, pero si no, no, si te vas, no vuelvas. You know what I mean? Like, right. and this is like a little bit more of like an assured Cortavenas, like confident Cortavenas jam. But yeah. like, he just has so many of these like sort of like um, heartbreak, feelings, heavy anthems, you know? Like, think like, for example, like La Canción, An Oasis, right? Mm -hmm. With J Balvin. Or like, si estuviésemos juntos on Por Siempre, right? He has, mm -hmm. like, all of these songs with the feels. And I just, like, truly believe he's, like, a modern pop culture Cortavenas king. <laughs> like, truly. Truly. It's so hard to, to say that someone's a Cortavena king who's not a bachatero because I just feel like they, they really own this genre in a pretty intense way. But I hear you. He does have a lot of feelings. And he does often sing about, like, romance and heartbreak. And I wonder so much about like what's what his personal life is like because he doesn't really he's pretty like private around that, like who's breaking his heart out over there, you know, or who has broken his heart. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory. My theory is that Bad Bunny helps you connect with your feelings. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. He's like a gateway for you. They're like in there somewhere, pero. Sometimes I have trouble finding them, but you know, maybe, maybe that's what Bad Bunny does for me. Yeah, Bad Bunny is like part of your, part of your transition <sighs> to team feelings, yo. You know, the yeah, way he, yeah. the way he presents his feelings, the style of his music, like maybe that's why it's really, you connect with it so much because it's like, I don't know. Helping I just, you access. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's just like such a cutie. And I think that for some reason I always end up like in like, friendships or collaborations or romantic relationships with these people have so many feelings. Mm -hmm. So there's something that I'm on, <laughs> on yeah. a search for, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like, you're like trying to stay close <laughs> to people with feelings. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> no sé. No sé. You're drawn to it. It remains to be worked you're out. It remains to, to be worked it. out. <laughs> well, we'll see where you go in the future. It'll be, it'll be interesting. To yeah. See yeah. Vamos a ver. <laughs> Bad Pero, Bunny, I think, so might be a little I young think, for you, unfortunately, but... Um, absolutely. <laughs> I would never date somebody who's 24. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shout out and to anybody like, who's 24. Reggaeton but king. you are too young for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a little, it's a little young. It's a little young. I've gotten close, and <gasps> no. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's like, you know... Um, Cara de niño, alma de hombre, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
speaking <laughs> of another absolutely not salsa classic jenny man oh such a good song oh my god absolutely yeah. not yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the kid that was trying to hit on me on my blog i'm like you are a baby no. <laughs> you are like 17 i could be your teen mom like don't even <laughs> i could absolutely be your mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. i mean so in this song bad bunny is riffing on this classic i mean if you know it you'll know it right away uh mm-hmm. si te vas by cartier and noriega mm-hmm. um which i think that if i'm being honest because it starts with this i'm sort of a little bit thrown like once it's like over the part i'm like okay like i'm into i can get into the song but like because it starts with it i just like kind of want to sometimes like just like switch to that one <laughs> you know like mm. it's like a very interesting choice to like it's a very interesting choice this thing of like using these like old reggaeton classics to like you know right. i don't know it's like sampling it's really, right um, basically it's less of a sample and more of like a because he this he's like sings the first like few like 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 the chorus sort of like see si us you know like he right. like goes sort of go starts with a song right you know because if it was like a sample like you know in like um callaita he samples that classic uh but oh, this is more of like he starts with a song and then he moves into his song which i right. think feels a little different yeah yeah i would not have like noticed the reference until you pointed it out because mm-hmm. this song was not like one i knew very well see si us All right, babies, thank you so, so much for listening. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, y'all. As always, the information about these songs are in the show notes at RileyMonday.com, and there's also a link um, in the episode description to those show notes. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we put together a cute newsletter for you every week with some stuff that's not found anywhere else. If you aren't subscribed to our show, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcast player And um, thank you so much. Hasta la próxima, babies. Bye.